Celebrating the sweetness of a uh, Old Met Copper, one of my, my favorite beer. When I see it, it's kind of like uh, when I see it on the menu, I might intend to order something else, and then magnetically, my brain just my brain and my mouth formed a word for copper without you know it's a subconscious <laughs> thing. So I ordered another one. I may I may change it up for the second beer of the show. But it looks beautiful. Start with the, start yeah. with the Old Met. It's it's a, a pretty pint. Let me put it that way. I mean, there's. I mean, it's. Is it red? Is it brown? Is it dark? Is it light? You don't really know. It's. It's a copper. It just. It's beautiful. The new kit's out, and I just had right. a great idea. Is it red? Is it brown? I just had a great idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At some point, the community kit should be Charlotte Brewery themed. Oh yes, a hundred percent. Like if we're talking about yes. grassroots. Yeah. How to make uh, a kit around mm-hmm. what the city is. Is known for. I would say breweries right. in Charlotte FC. Babes beer and soccer, right? As they chant at uh, Bank of America Stadium all the time. Uh, I've got a new Belgium today. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, Mountain Time. Mountain Time brewed up in Asheville, North Carolina. Really? Okay. Are you feeling like you're? Are you feeling like you're two hours ahead of the game right now? I, or? I certainly yeah. am. I, I love uh, it. I'm feeling great. Um, so I'm going to enjoy this pint as well. But let's let's talk about first and foremost. Danny what a day! Brothers. It's. It's the news has been fast right. and furious. Throw out the rundown yet again. It's almost like uh, the club was making sure that all of this news got out there before <laughs> we got behind the microphone of the night. We know that's not we're taking true. Taking care of us, yeah, yeah. But let, let's talk about the new signing. Right, it's an impact signing. The it's, trade, it's a trade. You know, trading trading money for a player. I guess uh, is that a signing? Is that a trade? Yeah, we don't. You know, that's it, MLS for you. But. It's a, it's a signing. Okay. If you're going to spend money yeah. on a player, yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, it's exactly. a signing. So, so it's, funny. Um, Bill Tuiloma. Big Bill. Big Bill Tuiloma, the New Zealander. People are waiting. I... People are waiting for you <laughs> to break down this player, so you're going to do it off the top. Who is this guy? What does he add to the squad? So he's Big Bill. I mean, he, this is a guy who is a extremely quality center back. When you're talking about us adding a center back on an emergency basis, where we're at, where if you went to the friendly last week, you saw Adilson Milanda didn't play. We're still waiting for Carujo to come back. Derek Jones is playing coverage at center back. Sobosinski is playing center back slash left back, kind of a hybrid role. And it's like, what do we – we need center back depth. It used to be our deepest position. Now it's our biggest hole. So we go out and get Bill for 800 k in GAM, general allocation money, plus a 100 k bonus on top based on some like – And he's not reading any later. notes. He's, yeah. He doesn't have any notes in front of him. Yeah. And so uh, – 
what does he bring? This is a guy, he's played a hun- over 100 games, 107, I believe, to be exact. Played over 100 games in MLS. He's a seasoned Major League Soccer center back, knows this league, knows the referees, knows the competition he's going to be facing. Just, it's a perfect way to, like, it's a great, like, this is not someone we need, we need to get up to speed for how to play. This is a guy who can legitimately slot right in. Kind of like Danny Rios was last year. We signed him the day before the season opener, and he was he was in into the rotation almost immediately. Look for the same thing from Tuiloma. He's a big guy. He's he's got New Zealand uh, as his nationality, but I don't. I think he's uh, spent enough time in the U.S. that he does not count as an international roster spot. I should have had my note in front of me for that one, but I believe that's the case. I, uh, if I'm yeah. wrong, please correct me. But so doesn't cost an international spot. But he does have New Zealand experience. He's played for the Olympic team. I know you're a big Olympics lover. Uh, you got to have some respect for Big Bill repping the Kiwis in the Olympics. Most New Zealanders are very proud mm-hmm. of being from New Zealand. Exactly. So I think he, it falls right in line. I mean, this is somebody that wants to represent his club mm-hmm. and has the pride in wanting to represent his country. And and not just the Olympics, uh, World Cup qualifying. You know, New, New Zealand has not played in the World Cup while he's been on the team, but he's been in qualifying campaigns. He's, he's a big part of the New Zealand uh, men's national yeah, team. Yeah, typ- typically when you think about um, who comes out of that uh, group of, of countries, it's Australia. Right, right, exactly. I think New Zealand made a play-in playoff like one time to get to the World Cup, and I think they lost. Right, it, it was um, this past World Cup, Australia versus... The playoff team. You, if you win that federation, it doesn't mean you right, get an automatic right, right. Yeah, birth You're into still the World not Cup. automatically. You got to go to a playoff. To Although get with it. the FIFA World Cup expansion, they'll probably like at this point there'll be two teams from Mars playing in, in the 2032 uh, World <laughs> Cup or whatever. I know that's not an actual World Cup here, by the way, but maybe they'll have it every two years by then. Anyway, so Big Bill. I mean, what is this guy? He's aggressive. He's a center yeah. back who's aggressive. Who likes to get out. He's done some cover at right back before, and he's done some cover at defensive mid, but he did play most of his he's games. He's a goal scorer, too. Yeah, he's a goal scorer, exactly. He's a center back who's not only an aerial threat in the air just for his size and his, his jumping ability and his big, fat forehead, but he's also a free kick scorer. This is a guy who is wicked with a free kick. He scored free kick goals for New Zealand. He scored three or four, if not five or six, free kick goals for Portland in his time there. Uh, notable, memorable goals against the Sounders, against uh, Salt Lake. Uh, I think against Galaxy. If you're looking, we po- I, we, I tweeted out a couple of his free kick goals uh, from the at for the Crown Baby account, which hopefully you're following by now. And uh, I just said, the caption I put was just yes please because like this guy knows his way around a free kick. He loves to like get up and contribute to a team. I think his best talent probably on on the pitch is advancing the ball forward from center back. Uh, defending wise, I think he might be still. Like one-on-one defending may not be his strongest suit, but he is aggressive. I think he there was a times when he kind of fought for playing time. He was sort of th- uh, third man in a rotation for two center back spots in Portland like two two years ago. But then last year he ended up playing most starting most of the games at center back. He started uh, there for injury. He sort of like he went from like a role player to a locked in starter ba- based on an injury on the Portland back line, and then he kind of kept his place even after that injury situation resolved itself. So he's. He's a player. He's a baller. I've got a stat for you. Hit me. There's only three players on Charlotte FC. It was a trivia question, too, before I give you the answer. I love it. Okay, test me. There's only, I'll probably get it wrong. But there's yeah. only three players on Charlotte FC that scored more goals than Tuoloma last season. Did he have eight? In last, MLS. Did he have eight last season? He had six goals. Six, okay. Six last season. So that would have to be Rios, 
Swiderski and Shinishiki? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 you got thank it. Goodness, yeah. So the point ultimately is, you got the answer right, I knew you would. Thank goodness. And, yeah. and secondly... I don't have to turn in my TIFOs and, card. And secondly, he would have ranked fourth on the squad last year in goals scored. Incredible. Yeah, exactly. Top this, five. This Good. is somebody that can put the ball in the net. This right. is This is really impressive to me that we can... At this point, Charlotte FC, that Danny, what they can do is they can bring in somebody that changes the dynamic of the match, mm-hmm. who can get on the end of a free kick, who can be on a free kick as well, yep. can use his head inside the area, and he can put balls into the back of the net. Sometimes we want to make this game more complicated than it actually is, mm-hmm. but you need players in the starting 11 that are comfortable and want to put the ball in the back right. of the net. They have the nose for goal, you know, they want to score. Like they want to fight for a header in the box off a set piece and things like that, for sure. So when I saw that, I was just absolutely thrilled. And to me, if I could describe this signing, I, I'll do it first since I'm putting you on the spot with this. Um, if there's a phrase, right? I don't like the one word give game. Us the, give us the phrase if that pays. If there's a, if there's a give phrase, us the phrase that, that pays, pays, baby. It's, it's that Charlotte FC is now officially, and here's the phrase, Going for it, yes, yeah, I, we love it. Yeah, going right. for it is a huge is a huge thing in the soccer world. We're They're going, going for, for it. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like they're hundred percent going for it, and yeah. this signing is definitive proof of that. Yeah, I'll give a phrase in return that's you know very similar, but I'm just gonna say our, my phrase is by any means necessary. You know, it's like we are going for it. I agree with you, and yes. the, and the mantra becomes by any means like. All right, we have center back injuries in preseason. Go buy a freaking center back. Like, <laughs> like we're not we're not effing around. We're not trying to like get by on smoke and mirrors and duct tape for a few months until guys come back. We're like, we <laughs> need points. We believe we can score goals in yeah. this league early in the season. We want to get out to a fast start, and we're not we're not going to accept any excuses. If we need a center back, we're going to go buy a center back. And all of this depth, all of this interest in Charlotte FC's approach to roster building screams to me supporter shield right right it screams that <laughs> i mean i know that's that's i think it's a big ask but it's it's not completely out of the realm of possibility i'm not saying that it screams that they win the supporter shield what i'm saying is the ambition is it. there to go try to win the supporter mm-hmm. shield so you know exactly and that's ultimately what you right. want from your club you want your club to be bold. You want your club right. to be ambitious. You want them to go out there and actually buy players that fill certain needs in the squad that the manager wants too. There's a lot of connectivity here, Danny Brams. I'm really thrilled about what's happening. Yeah, right I think I think just like we saw Derek Jones from a center back role still advancing the ball up through midfield a little bit last Saturday, Tuloma fits that mold as well. Like I said, he, he has some experience in the midfield. How shitty would it be to be like, a fan. I hope this never happens to us. I feel really good about where we're at. There's just it's, there's a special feeling around this second year and everything. But how crappy would it be to be like a fan of Montreal, DC United, Houston this year? Just like these clubs that are just like don't they're just going nowhere. You know, <laughs> just like you know, not to talk trash, but like I, I'm gonna talk it. I'm gonna you know, like like get the can out and put a fresh bag in because uh, the trash is flying. And like I would just hate to be stuck in those clubs' position. It feels so good to just be like. Supporting a team that's going for it by any means necessary, like you said. There's one bit of pushback I'll have, and I like banter. I like trash talk, but I also like keeping it real. You know that about me. Whenever the trash talks, the talk starts flying in the group chat, specifically <laughs> if things go off the rails, You're trying to pull it back. I'm always like, bit. hey, yeah, you know, yeah. like let, before we go off the 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 ledge too far and talking shit, 
let me remind you that DC United signed Christian Benteke. Like a a striker that scored in the his second minute on the pitch against Charlotte. <laughs> and Pre-season. if he's motivated this Fluky year goal. to score goals for DC United, he's somebody that could. That's the only thing that I'll say. Right. I would say of those three I mentioned, DC's probably the best compared to Montreal and Houston. But <laughs> I don't know. What can I say? I'm enjoying my copper and I felt like slagging a, <laughs> yeah, few, a, few, a few clubs that aren't right. showing ambition well, because like, we are showing ambition. It, like... There's other in one year into this whole project of like trying to like take over MLS and become the best club in MLS, we've already passed a few teams and that feels good. Yes, it it does. Uh, if you want to talk shit, by the way, just so you know, uh, Miami, Atlanta, and St. Louis—they're all out there as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Atlanta. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing at all. Miami, I'm, Miami, you can't say much because they actually they finished so strong last year that we kind of have to be aware of them and. They're still in play for Messi. They have not ruled out <laughs> yeah. Messi as a summer transfer. There's, there's talks. Yeah, yeah, the exactly. conversations talks. are happening. It's Has been it on and off and on, so yeah. who knows? Yeah, Exactly. So we're, we're pumped about the new signing. It's a, it's a huge mm-hmm. bit of news for the club. And it's My not, only hope is that he's ready for Saturday. You know, signed on Thursday. No chance. Fly across the Sorry. country. Sorry. I would love to see him play on Saturday. No way. Well. No way. But then could he play the season opener? I don't, slot right I don't in? think he would. I, I think... Wow. I mean, you put it Depends that way. Depends on availability. My, my pet theory of this whole thing is that Melanda, as I hinted at when I, last week when I talked about adductor injuries and how they can sometimes just linger on a little bit longer than first thought, I just don't see Melanda being – maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. I have no intel on this. I feel free to be proven wrong. But I just – going out and signing a center back today tells me that it's – that they were looking at starting – Jones and Sobosinski in the in the season opener and decided that was not going to be good enough and they had to go out and get one more guy. That's what I think. I don't think Milanda would be out long term, like majorly, but I just don't think he's going to be ready for the opener. That's my prediction. Could be wrong. Charlotte Soccer Show, John Hayes, Danny Brams, we're here at Elizabeth Parlor Room. Uh, shout out to the bartender Beamer taking care of us tonight. Oh, Beamer's always doing it. As it's always, feel like, it's starting to feel a little like home around. Here. It is. Yeah. It's starting to feel great, and it, it's going to feel even better. On Saturday, March 4th, our first official Charlotte Soccer Show watch party, the away day at mm-hmm. St. Louis City, mm-hmm. SCFC, with, uh, STLC, SC, SCFC, City, United, <laughs> I guess, I don't, I don't know. No, yeah. I, uh, they've got, they're <laughs> they got a lot of letters they, in their They name. do have yeah. a lot of letters, but anyway. A city that hates its own county. If, if you're like curious about how lit that match is going to be. That match is going to be absolutely sold out. Right. By people that paid $500 to get in. <laughs> a lot of them. <laughs> and Charlotte FC is going yeah. to be there in this away role with, I know we've got traveling supporters going. I do. And, you know. Of course. Of course. Because everywhere. Chico's got to be there, right? He's got to keep yeah. the streak alive. <laughs> <They'll> <laughs> if the GoFundMe sure. comes through, Chico yeah. will be there for yeah. sure. It's, it's going to be a really great TV game is my point. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. No <laughs> doubt. And we'll be here watching it and celebrating. Yeah. Like, shout out to everybody that we talked to last weekend and through this past week as we sort of described a little bit more what, you know, expanded on the plans we kind of announced last episode. People seem kind of fired up. People say they're going to show up and we need you to show up because... We promised the bartenders here that we were going to bring a crowd, so we don't, we, don't make us look bad, please. We, we need uh, people to show up. It's a really cool, like, this place just opened, and so I would say that right now it's a hidden gem because the crowd is not huge, but I feel like the crowd's going to grow. It's like, once you come in here, you want to come again, I would say, so we'll see. You just said a key phrase that reminded me of something I wanted to do on the show tonight. 
He said this Elizabeth Parlor room is a hidden gem. And I wanted to unveil the official nickname for Ashley Westwood on the show. Oh, hell yeah. Exactly. This was this this struck you. You like this was a came to you in a moment of inspiration the other night, right? As the, as the new uh, Crown Jewel kit was community kit was being unveiled. Right. So we've been talking about this kit on previous episodes. Do we do we call it are we gonna buy in, are we gonna sell out and go with what the team's asking us to do and call it the Crown Jewel kit, or are we gonna go with the people's choice and call it the Pop Tart kit? That's my only question. Said with love. Pop-Tart is not an insult. It's just kind of a funny in-joke for the crowd. I don't know. Well, maybe to be determined. The crown jewel <laughs> nickname for me for the kit. When I saw that, I was like, that's really smart. The club did a nice job branding with that. And it struck me that, you know, as somebody who has been to, to London and have seen the crown jewels and have really enjoyed the history of it right. and the, the meaningfulness within British and English culture right. of the crown jewels. I mean, there's nothing more sacred than the crown jewels. In the whole damn country. In the entire right. country, right? right? So to be using that phrase for our kit, I was inspired by it. I was like, you know, as I was inspired, you know, seeing, seeing the jewels and, and just... I'm fascinated by English culture and, and how different it is from the United States. But ultimately, um, the two countries now more than ever are coming together. Our staunch allies. Yes, exactly. So anyway, the, my point is, is that it inspired me. And I thought about Ashley Westwood. The new English boy. I was like, we signed an Englishman. Yeah, yeah, we signed exactly. somebody that has played his entire life in the country. Right. It's high tea you know? in the <laughs> fortress on Saturday afternoons. Who's, who's been in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. And it, it like... And I realized that like he is the the, the crown jewel of, of the club as far as class. Mm-hmm. But what, 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 what happens when you look at a jewel, right? It shines. Right. You're dazzled. You know, you see, you can look at it. You can look at a jewel and the light might bounce off it a different way in a way that you've never seen before. You might see, you, you might see an angle or a flash you've never seen before. And when we think about Ashley Westwood's career... I think that's a great look into his qualities as a player. Yeah. And I think we saw that for the first time last week against Charleston Battery. He can run the show. Mm-hmm. If he wants to be the man He's in the engine orders, room, yeah. he can do it. Right. If he wants to be the man on the front foot, hitting balls over the top, he can do it. So I thought about a couple different things. The diamond. You know, there's most of the crown jewels. Mm-hmm. The history is about religion. Okay. About a higher power, and I was like, "Well, I don't want to go that far." But the nickname, right? I don't want to make it about the orb. I thought that was also be a weird nickname, <laughs> the orb or the spoon. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, eh. I was like trying to think of a way that I can make the spoon work, but I was like, "That nah, spoon's not yeah, going." Yeah, yeah. I mean, he stirs the drink or whatever, but still, yeah. <laughs> yes. So I started thinking about, okay, well, what what is a crown jewel? It's made out of a, you know, there's a gemstone, right? Right. He's the gemstone. The gemstone. I love it. The righteous gemstone. Ashley Westwood. Let's go. Yeah, I love that. That's a great nickname. Right? And it's, and, and it's I'm, sign me up. It's when we talk about what he is in the club, when you think about the formation, the eleven, right? Mm-hmm. The gemstone, right. square right, right in the middle. middle. Yeah, exactly. Everything radiates off of it, you know. It, the it, the it, balls it are being ref- pinged right, right. everywhere. It can reflect light to different corners of the field. Yes. Yeah, exactly. It's brilliant. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The gemstone. So that was the gemstone. 
Um, yeah, and I hope it catches on. But to be frank, I really don't care if it catches on. I just enjoy it so much. It we're going to we're going to use it on the show. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and right. uh, just let just let nature take its course. So everybody be, <laughs> in five years, he'll be it'll say the gemstone written across the Ring of Honor of Bank of America. So I was also inspired to buy the kit. I bought the kit, the Westwood Eight. I love authentic. It. I you bought the, the Westwood yeah, Eight authentic. Yeah, exactly. The crown jewel yeah, gemstone. So that's the one that I got. Yeah. I, so I have not got the new shirt yet. I want to. I plan to. I was a little. I wasn't able to make it to the release party because of just like I worked down in uh, Ballantyne and it, the, the party started right when my work ends. So it's like I, I was and I had one pickup I had to do. So it was going to be tough to fight my way all the way up. But I plan to get the kit. To be honest, like I don't know if this maybe this is cheesy or whatever. I want to get the new kit and I want to get Walks Five put on the back. I think that's just kind of like you know. The kit he didn't he should have worn and didn't get to wear like, gotcha. that, that means something to me so that's that's my plan on that one and I'll be uh, securing that shortly hopefully you know next next time I get in front of uh, MLS soccer soccer .com slash shop <laughs> or whatever so yeah. oh man um, there's a lot of consternation a lot of discussion about the actual kit but the one thing that I think is important to discuss is that what I what I saw was that the authentic kit has more detail yeah and the crowns that are somewhat hidden and, and illuminated in certain lights yeah, yeah kind yeah. of embossed into the thing Thank into the you. fabric yeah. yes authentic you can really see it replica a little dicey interesting yeah so it's just keep tough. that in mind the, the prices are, are no joke there's some, there's some royally high prices on this stuff I gotta admit and like I, I, as someone who's been in previous episodes of the show been like you know Quit whining about how much everything costs. I will say, I will provide a counterpoint in this case and just say, I can't blame anyone who's just waiting for a little bit of a price drop on some of this gear because not only did the kit come out and it's pushing $200 for the authentic, but the the 704 collab came out and dropped you know the $90 t-shirts on us, which look really good, I will say, certainly do, but that seems in need of a price drop, $160 hoodies. Again, I want one, but it's it's a long way till Christmas. So uh, you know, we'll see how some of these uh, pricing issues come out with some of this new apparel. I do I do think it's all desirable. It's all worth having, but but uh, due to the rising cost of everything, uh, decisions might need to be made on some. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, it's fair. It's good feedback. I just I saw the price and I paid it because because I, I wanted it. And <laughs> right, I, I want uh, one bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah I said, exactly. Here's my chance. Like it, it, it was, won't be long. It was waiting all day because the athletic did a really nice job of doing a kit tracker blog. Cool to see yesterday all the rollouts of all gotcha, the different kits. Yeah. yeah. Um, the one kit that stuck out to me was Portland. Okay. Portland. To our boy Big Bill's former former uh, former kit. Yeah, yeah. It was like a sign. You know? Yeah, yeah. Is the kit that I was thinking about Portland Timbers yesterday. It's. Um, it's a plaid kit. Right. Yeah, it looks pretty good. I've, I've actually have seen that one. I like the plaid sort of uh, a lumberjacky Oregon type of type yeah. Of situation. It's just like it fits. Yeah, yeah, That's why exactly. I like it so much. Yeah. It's not always exactly. you know I enjoy the designs right. of the kits, but but uh, but when I talked about the brewery earlier and how there should be some sort of brewer kit, right, right, for Charlotte 100%. FC. Yeah. You know you have to speak about weaving the kit together. You have to make sure that you weave the community into the kit. You also, so in that regard, here let's talk about one that may have missed the mark, If just briefly, brief yes. digression, because you brought this up to me as you were looking at all that kit tracker. You said people, the, a lot of the people were just hating on the new Austin FC yes. shirt. And 
I got to say, when you told me that, I was like, I didn't look that bad, uh, just from what I saw, a leak earlier. But then I saw the actual kit, and I was like, what is this? Like, I get what they're trying to do of, like, all these different, all these intersecting lines of different thickness to sort of represent the different parts of Austin, like, trying to come together. It looks horrid. It looks, like, so bad. Like, yeah. it's really bad. It's weird. It's like, it's like yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, don't think too much about it. Right. Right. And as a former resident of the city of Austin... I don't. I don't think that the whole the philosophical thing came behind it. Uh, that behind it really came together too well, easy because like that's actually one of the biggest tensions inside the city of Austin is the segregation and the way that uh, the giant interstate down the middle of the road like divides like uh, so different socioeconomic and racial uh, groups in the city. So it's like it's almost like they're drawing attention to the fact that everybody is different and, and has to like clumsily be shoved together into a mix the way these lines are of different things. I don't If you haven't seen this kit, you don't have no idea what I'm talking about. But let's just say, to bring it back to Charlotte, it could be much worse. Any complaints about yes. the uh, Crown Jewel kit have to fall by the wayside when you see some of the other ones. New York Red Bulls is absolutely awful. It looks like toxic waste dump in New Jersey. <laughs> and so I can't wait to get my hands on a, on a Crown Jewel kit. The other one that I kind of uh, thought was unique and very, very different was Philadelphia. And the reason why is because instead of having the crest of the club, they had the alternate. They had the, the snake. snake. Yeah, it looked good. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty badass. Hey, you, you know, when you choke away an MLS Cup championship, <laughs> you need to do something big with your shirt the next season. What can I say? Charlotte Soccer Show. I'm John Hayes. He's Danny Brams. Follow me on Twitter at John Hayes on Air. Follow Danny Brams as well at Danny Brams, and follow the show at uh, For the Crown Baby and hashtag For the Crown always during the conversation. And there's been a lot of conversation about Charlotte FC. There's been a lot of conversation about Crown Legacy. Bill Tuiloma is not the only signing that we made today. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the independence as well on the other side. Uh, big announcement about the show. Uh, we talked about the, the watch party on the 4th. But there's another away day just a couple weeks after that. Mm-hmm. And there's an independence game. Home opener for independence against Richmond. That same day, we're going to talk about that party that we're going to have here mm-hmm. for that match as well. Mark your calendar. And we've got a couple other things to do on the other side. But for now, looks like we need another beer. Yeah, let's refill. Beers, Charlotte Soccer Show, John Hayes, Danny Brams, here at Elizabeth. I, I went with another parlor coffee. room. I said I was going to change, but I didn't. I went. I stayed. I stuck with the coffee. I changed. I, I didn't change either. When you go with a winner, stick with it. I've heard about this new tradition at the keep for post-game tunes. What does it sound like, Danny Brams? Whoa. It's a Dean Martin track, Johnny. Cantare. Whoa. Let's fly away to the clouds. Far from the maddening crowds. We can sing in the glow of a star that I know our lovers enjoy. Peace of mind. Peace of mind. Let us leave the confusion. And all this illusion behind 
Just like birds of a feather, a rainbow together we'll find. E cantare. Whoa. That's the part that I know right there. Yeah, yeah. Good uh, classic Dean Martin track that is now going to be. You've known about this for a while now. I got some tips. Thanks. To, I mean, thank God for Elevation Jones. The, I don't want to b- blow up his spot, but he's the, he's the secret <laughs> he's tipster. The, he's my yeah. source. Yeah. <laughs> he's the secret tipster behind so many. Uh, so much intelligence that we're able to gather uh, about the club on this show because he goes to all the any event that I'm not at, he's at. So we yeah. sh- we share we share info and things like that and vice versa. Good, so good. Uh, shout out Greg Franco, one of the most one of the OG TFOs and just a great dude, great dad. Uh, you know, has a son that will someday hopefully play for uh, Charlotte FC is, is the goal. So, uh, but he first told me about this and what we're talking about here is a new post game match singing tradition. We hinted at this on an earlier episode of the show, but we're talking about it now tonight because the Royal Family Twitter account finally put out sort of the, the public, public release of the it's story official. behind it. Yeah, and what this is is that the, the club has a tradition of uh, at team dinners, they, they kind of get someone from the coaching staff or, or one of the players to get up and sing. And what happened was at the team dinner on the, the, the team dinner, the, the most recent team dinner before uh, the death of Anton Walks, uh, one of the Italian assistant coaches got up and sang Volare. It's a it's a Dean Martin track from back in the day. Gypsy Kings do a version of it also. It's a little faster pace, but this moment kind of stuck with people. They they liked the song. They loved the the performance at the team banquet, and uh, and it just made them think of Anton. And if you think about these lyrics, you know, let's fly away to the clouds, away from the maddening crowd. You know, like yeah. Uh, there's a there's a line in the second verse that says, uh, "No wonder my happy heart sings. Your love has given me wings." And it's just like. All these guys on the club, uh, from players to coaches, just really felt like the uh, volare means flying in Italian. It translates to flying. Then e cantare means singing. So it's like flying and singing. And it just made these guys kind of feel like it's beautiful. Like this, you know, we lost Anton, we lost our brother, we lost our friend, but we can imagine him flying and singing up in the clouds and spreading love. And and you noticed uh, on a lot of the tribute posts to Anton, as players and coaches and team admins were sort of putting their. Uh, we miss you, Anton. This is horrible. We, when it first happened, a lot of times they would put the little emoji of a dove on there, the little flying dove. And I think it really just this idea of flying and singing and just, just it's such a great like sing-along track. I can just imagine like the whole supporter section after, after a match, win or lose, just being like, I can just be like swaying side to side with my fellow supporters and I'm, stuff I'm like that. I'm thinking about it on the 25th against New England Revolution yeah. with... It's a it's a two one win, and the entire seventy plus thousand people <laughs> just going singing nuts. that song yeah. post game. Yeah, we need to. I'll, I'll, we'll retweet this uh, post from Royal Family, and and uh, if you haven't seen it, but like, like you need to. Uh, everyone needs to get on board with this because it's a re- like. I'll admit to being kind of skeptical when they tried to get the the Peppa's tradition going last year, but I'm all the way in on this one for sure from the very beginning. Yeah, listen to your Dean Martin. Play it. Play it in the car. On your on your driving around town this week, you know the week before match day, get get your lyrics down, be ready to sing. I'm, I bet they'll pass out lyric sheets in in the stadium that night, and just like just like 
it's just such a good little sing-along track. You know, it's it's a pretty, it's kind of an MLS thing, and it's it's a soccer worldwide thing, obviously. But like, right. clubs and supporters groups have these like sing-alongs that they do at the end of matches. If you think of Manchester City, they do Blue Moon. You know, you Blue Moon, you saw me standing alone. Uh, I hate Manchester City. I, I've got a good. Liverpool does. You'll never walk alone. But then it's it's MLS also. Minnesota United. They all sing Wonderwall. They they always sing Wonderwall by Oasis at the end of every match. And there's other there's other traditions. But it's really cool that Charlotte's getting their own as well. And it, it feels so natural and organic. There's there's one song, a post game song that I don't have to Google, um, that I remember vividly. And it's not because I'm trying to tr- troll you. Um, <laughs> well, I, why do I feel pre-trolled right now? <laughs> <laughs> because it was uh, when Brentford first came up oh, to, okay. to the front. Okay, yeah. and, and beat Arsenal in their first match two years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. Yeah, I mean, a, a post-game single. I'll never forget. It was one of the – I thought it was a, a fantastic moment because I think one thing you'll learn about Danny and I, both as soccer fans, is like we're not clout chasers at the top of the table. Like we, we really enjoy a the grind. Lot. I like championship football. I like yeah. USL football. Yeah, I like yeah, USL exactly. champ. Like it's just exactly you just enjoy it for what it is. But anyway, Brentford comes up, gets promoted in the Premier League. You love a a, promote, you know you love a newly promoted side. That's what you're trying to tell us. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're playing Arsenal yeah. in a London derby to kick off the Premier League season. Amazing, yeah. But they, they hadn't beaten them since like the 50s or something like that. Yeah. They win the match, yeah. and then the entire stadium sings Hey Jude. Amazing. Na-na-na. Na-na. Uh, nah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like, yeah. oh man, I knew it was a Beatles song. But it was just like, and, and to have, and these are the, even though we've done year one, even though we've done year one, we can still ha- create traditions in year right. two. It never has to end. And right. with the community kits, it never is going to end. It's infinity. Right, right. Like, there always will be new traditions. There yeah. will always be new colors. There will always right. be the next version of Charlotte FC. Think about how hyped up we are for year two and then, like, project that out to, like, year five. I'm just like, wow. Like, like yeah. we have so yeah. such a, so much, like, time left and, and such a bright future and, and new firsts and new frontiers to explore and things like that. Like, it's going to be great. And this post-match sing-along is just a great tradition to add. Shout-out to everyone who, like, kind of got the story about it and connected to the club and connected to everything that's going on with 4Anton and AW5 movement and all that. And it's like, I can't wait to sing it. I can't wait to sing it with all my, my fellow supporters. Can't wait. Another signing we teased, Danny Rams? <laughs> Another signing, yeah. So uh, back to business now, uh, back to more team I'm, business. I'm, I'm going to not, I'm not, I'm not, I don't have my notes in front of me. Nicola. You're so close. You're almost there. Nikola Petrovic. Nicholas Petkovic. Pet- Petkovic. Okay, yeah, yeah, thank yeah. you. Okay. Nicholas Petkovic. That's right. It's a, a, a that's Serbian. A extremely common name in Serbia. Yeah. Serbian midfielder. Mm-hmm. Signed by Crown Legacy, Charlotte FC. S- signed by Charlotte FC yeah. for, to play for the Crown Legacy squad. I know this guy. He played for the Serbian national team. And there's a ton of people that watch that game against the United States men's national team in the last um, international window, back, yeah, which was, it was back, a, yeah. kind of a fake international window. Right. Not a lot of teams playing, but anyway, if, you, mi- Serbia if you missed it, the United States lost to Serbia <laughs> yeah, a couple yeah. of weeks ago. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> We're kind of sweeping that one under right. this, this new rug here at the parlor room. But this is a big-time signing, Danny. This is a big-time signing, and it, uh, it's, 
it's I don't have the exact details on it, but I'm going to go ahead and call it probably the most the the, the most expensive signing in the history of MLS Next Pro at, at weighing in about three million dollars that we, we spent to go get Nikola Ooh. Petkovic, 19 year old kid, midfielder, defensive. I, mid. I have to tell you, dude. I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, I hate please. interrupting. I, I do. But tell I'm me. Gonna, you had to tell me, though, so please tell me. MLS Next Pro is the worst fucking name for a league that I've ever heard. <laughs> but it speaks like, you know, it's the next No, you're already pro- they're already professionals. That's true. That's fair. All right. It's, like, literally wrong. Noted. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> sorry, dude. Let's, let's call Don. Can we get the soccer Don on this, please, brother? Let's that's, change that's this up. That's just the tip yeah, of the iceberg, yeah. my feeling about that situation. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, go right ahead. Well, Crown Legacy is a, is a, is a fun name, at the yeah, very yeah, least. Yeah, um, but Pekovic, I mean, for, to pay $3 million for a guy who's going to come in as a 19-year-old midfielder on your next pro team, it, 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 it raises the eyebrow, let's say. It makes you yeah. say, hmm, like, wait a minute, wait a minute. So I got, uh, I got busy today. I, got, I, I, I started contacting some sources uh, <laughs> down at the Fortress. Calling uh, Elevation yeah. Jones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this was, this was a higher, higher placed source than Elevation <laughs> Jones. As, as elevated as he is, yeah, for sure. I know, I know. But uh, was able to talk to some folks who kind of were like, I was like, you know, why the three million? Uh, that's a lot to spend on a guy who's not in the first team immediately. And here's the, here's the scouting report I got. A, this was born out of Zoran's sort of ties in Serbia. Zoran, Zoran has, has, Zoran's got his fingers in a lot of pies, and he's, his, uh, a lot of his pies are being baked in Serbia. That, you know, that's where he comes from is where he spent a lot of time. So um, Pekovic is a guy who impressed, like you said, in the friendly against the U.S., which Serbia beat us. And that night that was going around, people were like, don't let this kid get out of the country. Like, like you know, like I think Matt Doyle from MLSsoccer.soccer.com yes. was like, <laughs> like uh, so an MLS team needs to sign Petkovic immediately. And we did it. So the, the, the sources that I talked to today were like, hey, uh, this is a guy who teams were starting to sniff around him. Other MLS teams were talking about putting discovery rights on the kid. We can't necessarily fit him into our salary structure right now with all the MLS rules and like we can't necessarily like put him in he's too good of a player with the potential even as young as he is with his potential he doesn't really fit as just like a squad player contract situation so like they had to get creative with it and this is just an example of our club being creative and doing things one thing we've always like had a chip on our shoulder against the MLS establishment as we came in last year you remember this we don't talk about it as much anymore but it's still there and that's that like this idea that Charlotte doesn't do things the traditional MLS way, and we, we like find different ways right. to do things and stuff like yeah. that. And we wear that as a badge of honor. It was, it was, a made, it was yeah. the criticism heading into the year right. one roster build. Right. And this is a what we call this is creative. Zoran is building. Serbian. He does not know what he's doing <laughs> in the United States. Yeah, yeah. That's what they like, said. That's what they said. But Petkovic was a guy who basically we paid three million for him because he's going to cost five million in, in a couple of years, and uh, and we're going to be fighting other teams for him. And so like. He's going to start on Crown Legacy. Uh, he he has big aspirations of, of like going on and having a great career at 19. He's got he's dreaming extremely big. He's thinking about the next two and three World Cups in his life and what big clubs he can go to. And like this was our chance to bring. But he trusts us. He tr- he he was able to trust the development plan that was presented to him in free agency enough to like come and say, like, hey man, you're going to come to Charlotte. You're going to come to the United States, a place you've never been before. You don't speak English. But we're going to make you comfortable. We're going to start you on the lower team. We're going to start you in the next pro division. Let you get comfy with like figure out how to speak English, figure out how to live in the United States, like how to be part of an American club. And then, as certain contract situations with the senior squad tend to resolve themselves, whether it's Jordi Reyna moving out 
or you know, Usviac being bought down from a DP contract to a regular contract. That's been highly speculated by many people in this fan base, although I don't have any sources to confirm that that's happening officially, but uh, uh, it's, it's widely assumed. But the plan then would be to, like, once we free up our position, we couldn't bring Petkovic in to the senior squad now with the way the salary construction is, but we could stash him in a way and develop him at the same time with the next pro, with the crown legacy, and have, like, sort of a tailor-made, like, you would expect him to maybe be the first ever member of Crown Legacy to get the promotion of the senior side coming up in the, in the next near future, whether it's six months, nine months, 12 months, who knows. It feels to me like a Zoran project, right? right. This, I, I think this is it's like... It's a swing. It's a, it's it's a, a total swing. It's not a big swing, swing, but it's a swing. But it's a, it's, a, it's a swing that's calculated and to me makes a lot of sense. Sure. Right? In that, at this point, Zoran Cronetta, for me, is... One of the best sporting directors in MLS. Let's go. Oh, drink! To, oh, cheers to that. We love you, Zorn. Yeah, by, by the way, when I was at the MLS Next Pro event out at Seaboard Brewing uh, in Matthews a couple weeks ago, you know who held the door open for me to walk in? Zorn Cornetta. There you go. I mean, this is a guy that can that can find players from any corner of the world. Right. This is a guy right. that has contacts across the globe. This is a guy that's building this roster in a way. You know why it's different than what MLS is used to? Because it's fucking better. Right, right, no, exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, they're not right. doing it the traditional way. Oh, that's because they know how to, like, think creatively and, like, do stuff that no one's ever thought of before and, like, go get a guy a year early for a quote-unquote big price that's going to look a lot smaller in two years. That's how, but, you know, yeah. in a different country, you would say that's how you build up your academy. Right, right, exactly. And that's exactly, exactly. what Charlotte FC is mm-hmm. doing. They're starting to build their academy, well, investing into that. And if you can create that kind of culture here, and it feels like, I mean, this is the Charlotte Soccer Show. We believe in it here. And, and, and this type of move, to me, is on a very small level something that I just didn't see coming. I didn't see coming, and now that I've seen it here, I think you're looking at a sporting director that is thinking about this organization from the very top, and the very top is Carol Swiderski, mm-hmm. to the very bottom, which is the U13, 12 players right. who are in right. this system. Whoever's carrying Brian Romero's bag on the, on, <laughs> on the, on the academy <laughs> squad is probably at the bottom, yeah. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. like and, and he's... He's so invested in this job. Mm-hmm. And I think that he's kind of has this attitude about him, right? That is like, right. like think, think about how personally we took it when everyone criticized him last year and then imagine being the direct target of that criticism. It's got to sting a little bit. It's got to put a chip on your shoulder. I just don't think he, the criticism to me, it pro, I don't think that, and maybe I'm wrong and I'd love to ask him this someday, did it even appear on his radar? Because right. my point is, like, you're talking about a hyper-focused individual in a major role within the organization who is doing his job well consistently. Mm-hmm. Like, he, mm-hmm. there's some people who get in roles in like, like, like that and just do the job well right. and don't give a fuck about what anybody says around. Right, them. and that's what we want to have. Because like, yes. there's two ways you can approach that. Like, you could come in and be like, okay, well, shoot, I'm the sporting director for an MLS club. And you can be really – that can almost – intimidate you and, and make you timid and be like well I don't want to make any waves I don't want to necessarily like yeah. I don't want any like, well, it's, like it's like the, re- the it's company the, line it's the reason NFL coaches punt 
It's not because they think punting is the right thing to do. It's just because they don't want to be criticized for, yes. for failing on fourth down in the press conference. <laughs> Zorn's going for it on fourth down every time, and, and you know, to cross board analogy, like, like, it, it, Zorn's not worried about the criticism whatsoever. He's worried about the results. Exactly. I, I'm just into this project. I'm thinking about the power players, people that truthfully, you put that Charlotte FC badge up to the test. You say, what does this represent? And I think that it represents three things. It represents David Tepper. The money man. Despite. Despite. <laughs> Dave. Well, if you want it to or not, right. get on board. I, hey, because we, he I owns sh- the club. I shared one high five with Dave last year, and I hope to share at least one more this year for sure. Number two, Zoran Cronetta, the sporting director. The person who's been tasked with actually getting talent mm-hmm. into the club. Number three, the supporters. That's it. That's it. That's it. The three pillars. Yeah. That, that, I, there's four. There's four <laughs> spikes on that crown. Yeah. Yeah. Four. Four. I don't know what you call those, to be honest. Yes, yeah. I don't know what you points, call those. Points. Four yeah. Points yeah. On the crown. Four points yeah. on the crown. So the fourth is the uh, the beer. <laughs> Tepper, Zorin, the supporters, and the beer. I think that, that's, that's upon that found rock, we will build our foundation for sure. And yeah, just so you know, Latanzio's not on there. Like, Laddie. There's, there's, Laddie still, Daddy. there's still a lot of work to do, Laddie. You know what I want to do? I just want to get Brett Musburger on the show and just have him say, <laughs> hey, hey, Laddie. Oh, 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 man. Drinking beer with Brett Musburger is a treat. I would recommend it to anyone who has not uh, had a chance to do so. Yeah. I figured you've done yeah. that before. And by the way, that's a nice flex. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you've done that before. So we've got a couple other things that we, we need to talk about on the show. Let's let's just play like this. Brent Musburger is in my phone, but he would not answer a call if I called. So. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. You, know? you never know. He's yeah. always looking for a tip. Yeah. Gotta tell him you got a tip. Yeah. You got, yeah, you, exactly. you got Charlotte FC plus right. 175. Te- it's the easiest text, bet you've ever made. I'll CLTFC plus 175, Brent. Thank you later. <laughs> if it hits... <laughs> right, exactly. I'm in. If he'll it doesn't be, he'll hit, come on the show. Who yeah, cares? Yeah, nothing's yeah, changed. Yeah, exactly. No, nothing's changed. Um, I, I think the the last question I'm going to ask you is uh, Saturday, Birmingham Legion. Never talked about the. How about the club? How about the club hooking us up with weekend plans? They just said, you know what? We had so much fun with the uh, Charleston Battery scrimmage. Let's take that order and double it. Let, uh, just instead of yeah. 2,500 fans, let's bring 5,000 yeah. in here and have a good time on another weekend. Love Ask it. and you shall receive. Right. And this what is what be we wanted. So a couple things. Number one, we're here at the Elizabeth Parlor Room right now. Got good news. The 10 a.m. slate of Premier League soccer will be on all the TVs, and the 10 a.m. slate is pretty damn good. I haven't looked at the other big European leagues, what's going on in the morning there, but we're going to be here. I'm going to try to get in this door around 9.45 with a nice cup of joe. Yep. Get in here. Irish coffee. Watch, watch the matches. Maybe play some, put some whiskey in that coffee and get the pregame started here in the morning on Saturday before that match at 12.30. One, one, o'clock match, one o'clock kick. One o'clock, one o'clock, one o'clock kick, kick for Charlotte versus Birmingham. 12.30 is when the doors open. Right. And and uh, hopefully, you know what I found out? You remember how we were like, man, this line to get in is so long against uh, Charleston. And then it ended up going pretty fast, thankfully. It we did. didn't miss any action. Yep. But when we were at the back of the line, we were like, man, are we going to get in? There was a metal detector foul-up issue that, that they had to replace one of the metal detectors. And so that's why the, the line got so backed up. I would expect it to be a lot smoother and, and quicker this Saturday. So we'll see. 
So the matches will end at noon. More intel. We'll hop on the gold line, get in uptown, get in that line, and hopefully be led in the stadium right on time. So uh, just real, your, your bees, your Brentford bees are hosting Crystal Palace. Big match for them. Brighton against Full America. That, that is a huge a match. huge match. I'm, yeah. loved, as a, I'm an Arsenal fan, but I'm loving everything Brighton's been doing this year, and I would yeah. love to see them hold for and, a year. And I'm loving everything Fulham's sure. doing this year. Yeah, yeah. Chelsea-Southampton, that borderline relegation derby right there. <laughs> Everton versus Leeds United. Uh, we know the Volaks will be uh, watching Leeds, and that's a chance for Leeds to finally get a, a win to get off this schneid they've been in. Uh, Forest City probably don't need any eyes on that. That's probably going to be a blowout. And then the Cherries against the Wolves always going to be fun. It's a really nice slate. It's, it's a really a, nice slate. We'll be enjoying it before the Charlotte match. 10 a.m. here at uh, Elizabeth Parlor Room at Elizabeth. Excuse me, Elizabeth Parlor Room at Hooligans FC, right here on Elizabeth Street, right on the Gold Line. Come on down. We're going to be drinking. Uh, I don't know how heavily, but, you know, a decent amount. And uh, and then we will get our butts down on the goal line uh, to – we go from hooligans to hooligans to the stadium. That's 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 the routine. And People's Market, right down the street here, will be open for breakfast. Got breakfast burritos. Great breakfast burritos at People's Market. But the key is if you want to come here pre-match on Saturday, if you want to get things going on Saturday here to watch that 10 a.m. slate, you can park your car here. It's free parking. And I, will, I will buy a beer for everyone who's here before me. So when I walk in the door, everyone who's who's oh. or who's beat me to the to the spot will get a free beer on I'll, me. I'll be, ex- I'll be yeah. expecting a beer then. Yeah, yeah. But I'm getting here um, early, so be careful. You watch morning. yourself. Yeah. And what we'll do is we'll take the gold line into town. If you listen to the show and if uh, if if you're this far into the podcast, we appreciate you being here, and uh, we expect to see you on Saturday morning. It's going to be a great day against Birmingham Legion. Final question for you, Danny Ramps. We saw the starting lineup last week against Charleston. Does Latanzio change that? If he changes it, who comes in? I think there will be some changes. I think I think Nuno will start this time. I think that's one of the key, the the most important position battle in attack is is Nuno Yusviak on the left wing. Who who's going to lock down the starting spot on left wing? As much as I love and prefer Gaines. It just doesn't seem like anything's shaking Kerwin Vargas out of Latanzio's plans, and so we're just going to have to accept it. And, and I don't have any problem with Vargas. I think Gaines is better, but Vargas is certainly good enough, and, and he's an exciting player. Uh, I do think we'll see Swiderski Copetti again. I do think we will see Westwood start again. Might see Bronico start instead of uh, Hags this time, just to get Bronico and Westwood playing together. Uh, Jones, I would expect to start at center back again. Derek Jones, he's got it going on. Derek Jones, he's got it going on. You, you try to finish that. You, you came up with some lyrics for that, yeah, didn't yeah. you? Derek Jones has got it going on. He's in midfield. He's destroying all day long. He runs this game, and that's why we sing this song. Just put him on the throne, because we're in love with Derek Jones. <laughs> What could be better? Oh my god, dude! <laughs> See, that's that, just so you know. Like, I can come up with one line. Danny Rams can come up with like the the banger that is. Derek Jones, he's got it going on. It's uh, you. You were the inspiration, man. You 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 provided it. You know, like we hope if that chant was to become like a regular thing, that would just be like a massive success for. Uh, and really, I, you know, supporters should congratulate themselves on that if they can pull it off. But uh, I think then the the back line probably. Who knows who will be on the back line. I just think Latanzi will try a couple different experiments in a couple positions. Yeah. But then he'll sort of approach it the same way in terms of 
starters play 70 minutes, then bring in a, a full line change of subs for the last 20 minutes. I think it could be slightly different personnel, but the template will be the same. And maybe we'll see George Marks instead, uh, instead of 90 minutes of Pablo. I've got one request that Capetti and Swiderski still get a lot of minutes. Same. 100%. Get those, get those two working together. Uh, get those, get Beamer. those two working together. Beamer's taking care of us with a new round of beers. Wow. Here to finish off the show, which, which right. means that I get to give you a few more takes about the lineup. <laughs> Professional bartender here. Cheers. Cheers to that. I get to give you a few more takes about the lineup. I was going to be quick because we are going to end the show. So here's another couple minutes for you. This bonus is content. The, this is bonus content based on the fact that Beamer brought us Could a couple only more happen beers. at Parlor Room. It could only. That's exactly right. And that's why we chose to be here. You know, to, to be here for the tremendous friends of the show to say, hey, get your ass over here. And by the way, Danny Rams, just, just for what it's worth, for the final, you know, 30 minutes of this podcast over your left shoulder, Tiger Woods went birdie, birdie, birdie to oh. finish his, his first round at Gen- LA Country Club. Genesis, baby. <laughs> exactly. The rebirth <laughs> in the beginning. Just three straight birdies to finish the round. A bomb. In pot. red numbers. Yes. Let's go. Yeah, he gets one under. Right. Well within the cut. How line. great would it be to see Tiger make the cut? How great would it be to see to go watch a Charlotte FC match at 1 p.m., get a little toasty, find a way to get home, Uber, cab, or whatever, and then just sit on the couch and watch Tiger Woods play at Riviera Country Club? That'd be absolutely amazing. Yeah, it would. Ugh, that's a Saturday. So we know how you're going to start your Saturday. <laughs> Based on the way he's putted here on the last three holes to finish off his first round, he might have a chance to finish your day on Saturday as well. So it's, it's, it's a phenomenal finish for Tiger. Three birdies to finish a round. That, when you have three birdies to finish your round, you walk off that 18th green and you're floating, baby. Yeah, like, no doubt. This is the best Tiger has felt in a long time. Yeah. And I mean that from a, uh, a perspective that is like these guys. If you, the new Netflix show, Full Swing, right? Yeah, you, right. You need to check this show out. And the reason why is because, like, you humanize the golfers. Right. And you realize that it's not just a mechanical, I turn my TV on, these guys are good at golf, I turn my TV off. Right. You start to see the individual struggle. I think the show's going to do some good things for the PGA Tour. Look for Charlotte Golf Show coming your way soon enough. <laughs> uh, but uh, my, my quick thoughts on the lineup is that Swiderski and Capetti, Still need time together. Right. And because Swiderski needs the ball more. He needs to be a focal point of the offense. Like, let this guy cook. Let this man cook, you know? And I want to see Bronico and Westwood playing together. I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. Other that's than that. We, that's really what we need. Other than that, let's just kind of see what the talent looks like around. And that's all about the spine. Right? That's all about the spine of the club. I'll say this. Birmingham Legion, thank, thanks to our boy Mike Umberger. USL expert. He's going to come on the show and give us some USL scouting reports at some point this season. Yeah. He uh, he just pointed out in a tweet to us that Birmingham Legion are not the Charleston Battery. Charleston Battery had didn't even sniff the playoffs last year in USL Championship, whereas uh, Birmingham Legion, I think, had the sixth best record in the league and were, were like a force to be reckoned with. There's going to be a – it's still a friendly, but it's going to be a tougher test, a sterner test. And if you remember, one of the things Latanzio highlighted is that he was pissed about in the – Charleston game was we gave up too many chances. Well, Birmingham could maybe finish one or two of those chances, whereas Charleston couldn't. So let, that's why I would like to see Pablo play another 90 minutes and get another 90-minute clean sheet. Just like as, as much as I think goalkeepers pressing each other is a good thing uh, in the macro, in the micro, as we get closer to this uh, start of the season, 
it's better to like let one, goalkeepers are crazy. I will always say that they have this. Goalkeepers have the craziest mentality of anyone on the pitch, and they need to feel like they're the, the, the number one. You need to feel like you're the number one as a goalkeeper. I think Jess Charmer would back me up on yeah. that. Like like you don't want to be fighting. You want to fight for your job. You want to be in a goalie fight when you're the backup, yeah. but when you're the starter, you don't want to be in a fight for your position. You want to feel secure. So you want to, yeah, you want to feel confident. Yeah. Everybody wants to feel confident on the pitch. There's no, there's no doubt about that. Uh, it's the Charlotte Soccer Show. John Hayes, Danny Brams, and the last thing we had to do is what? we got to make predictions. What? A, let me just soak in. What a day! What a, two signings? We spent close to four million dollars. And, and by the way, the kit you know, as of this recording, and, yeah, and the, the kit, kit was released, released <laughs> yeah. 25 hours ago. Right. The last 24 hours of Charlotte FC have been wild, and it's the season hasn't even started yet. So like, get on board. Buckle up, uh, ride that train. Uh, you know we're going to the get, get in the, the rocket ship. Get let's on go the, the fucking moon. gold line. Yeah, you know, get in losers. Do. We're playing soccer. You know, <laughs> let's, let's fucking go. Yeah. So what's your prediction Saturday against the Legion? Three one win. I nailed the prediction. I said three zero last time and was right. Was I not? Yes. I went five one, and I was happy to see three zero. I thought we could have easily scored five, and. True. And Charleston probably should have scored one. True again. So this time around, I'm going to go. You said four one. Three one, I say. Okay, I'll go four one. Just take it down a notch. <laughs> Get down to four. Still you have more. You, have more you like the team more than I do. Apparently, you believe in no, them. No, no, no. Just goals. We're gonna go. <laughs> I'm just we messing with you. We got goals. Yeah. yeah. Either way, combined seven to two. Let's uh, go. Man. We'll take care of business and and what is it? Nine days away. As of this recording. Oh, match, wait, match week one? About to, New England's about to F around and find out. See, here's the thing about nine days. I totally disagree. Match week one is on Sunday. Like, after we go to the match on Saturday, we wake up Sunday morning. It's match week it's one. It's match week right, one. Right, right, exactly. Lock in. It's like every day. So Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Every day leads up to peak performance on Saturday night. <laughs> Grind set. <laughs> Have you ordered your Bronico box yet? <laughs> Come on, people. Brownie bro. Taking care of business. I got mine. Yeah, of course. Who, who, who right. hasn't got the Brownie bro box? It's, it's the Charlotte right. Soccer Show. We're getting out of here. We're getting out of here, Danny Brown. You, you got something else? Buy a Brownie bro box. Buy a kit. <laughs> buy, buy season tickets to Crown Legacy. You can get season tickets to Crown Legacy for less than the cost of a, of a uh, Crown Jewel kit. Just wrap your head around that. Well, because you got to drive to Matthews. You don't, you get don't, a you don't have to go to the game. You Just have, buy the season tickets to support the club. <laughs> Buy it all. I'm, I'm a show. I'm showing for the club now. Exactly. I didn't think about it that way. You just buy, you buy the season tickets, support the club. 150, and 150 bucks. Go buy, go buy Crown Legacy tickets. Come on. I'm John Hayes. He's Dana Brams. And until next time, for the Crown, baby.